G'day, 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 everyone. Thank you for tuning back into Wind Against Tide. It's been a few weeks since we recorded um, and we've had a couple of people, not that many people actually, which is a little bit worrying, ask us where we've been. Um, so there is a reason and I think it's um, probably an idea for Adrian to explain why because he's um, had a really crap run of late and um, if you wanted to share with our listeners, Adrian, because it might help explain why we have been absent and there is also a chance um, in the future that we may struggle to get on every week, but we're going to do our damnedest. Yeah, no, it's been a full-on, I guess, four or five weeks. Um, when was the last time we came on? Maybe it was four weeks ago? No, we've, we've skipped two weeks, so yeah. three weeks ago. So three, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it started off with... Um, my wife having a miscarriage yeah, at 11 weeks and she was devo about that and... We all it, were. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's pretty, um, yeah, it's not fun. Not no, a fun experience. Not at all. And, yeah, there was, yeah, some more news that came along with that um, two weeks after the miscarriage. Because obviously when you're pregnant, your, your breast or boobies, whatever, are growing and changing and stuff. And... Two weeks after the miscarriage, she's noticed a, a lump in her breast and he thought, oh, it's probably just from the pregnancy or whatever. And, yeah, he went to screenings and tests after test over a cup, over a week or so and then, yeah, came up as, a, yeah, breast cancer, which wasn't ideal. And, no. And, yeah, the breast cancer obviously got into the lymph nodes as well. So, yeah, we're on a long battle of chemotherapy. Yeah. So, and um, I guess that period of... When nobody really knew exactly where we were, where we were, at, where she was at with it, and um, how the future is going to play out, it was pretty scary. But um, the news of late has been a bit more positive. So, um, but either way, there's a there's a big battle ahead for your whole family. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think we got about six months of chemo and treatment, and then surgery, then. More chemo and treatment to September next year, so it's going to be quite a journey. Yeah, but yeah, we're going to try continue doing podcasting weekly and fishing and stuff. But yeah, yeah, there'll be the odd chance where I won't be able to make it because there's a lot of appointments mm. involved in well, this kind of. We may um, have to train Joey to be our button man <laughs> yeah. for the nights that you can't come. <laughs> Do you reckon you can handle that, Joe? Yeah, I can handle it. And hey, thanks for having me back, boys. And uh, yeah, Adrian, I'm I'm thinking about all all of you guys, um, especially through this difficult time. And yeah, we, I'm just here for your brother. No, yeah. thanks, Joey. Absolutely. Yeah. And I all, think all um, the support, even if it's just a text message or a phone call, it definitely helps. Because yeah, it is it is a long mental game as well as physical. But yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah, we're all behind you, and we're all behind Haley. And anything you need at all, just um, shout out and. We will be there. Oh, thanks, guys. guys. So, yeah, so we got that bit of news out of the way off the top. Sorry for the bit of a downer, but it's something that it's a, re- it's a reality and, um, yeah, sort of needed to be, be brought up. But, yeah, so moving on from that yeah. for now and wishing you guys all the best. We, uh, we have the man himself, Joey, back in the studio, our, our regular guest. Um, he's not just here for his good looks this week. He's been. He's actually been fishing, hasn't he? He's actually out outfished us. He's yeah. outdone us. Oh, not me. I haven't been on the water for like four weeks. Yeah, me either. Well, <laughs> well, I'll, t- I'll start off by telling telling the tale. Um, yeah. What uh, kind of tales are you going to tell? 
Look, it all started last week, Thursday evening, when um, I said to Dave uh, in our little text message, a group chat, I said to Dave, Dave, I'm, I'm thinking of going to, to Port Mac with um, Sean. Nah, uh, I, I reject that claim. You didn't invite Dave and you told him when you are already driving there. <laughs> nah, I, I said I was going there. Anyways, Dave Dave's responded back to me when I said my thoughts about going to Port Mac. He's responded, Joe... I could dangle my penis in the water at Port Mac <laughs> yes. and catch a barrel. He actually did write that. I Inst- remember that. Instantly when he said that, I thought, right, best be bringing the- t- <laughs> I've got to see the- that. I've got to get Dave <laughs> Right. Instantly then I said, best be bringing the two-inch and four-inch lures to <laughs> replicate Dave's penis in the water. Oh, four-inch is ah, pretty big. Oh, oh. Do you like that? <laughs> uh, you talking about my micro sprocket? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You said you, the cooler you, Uzi. You, you can nah, just it's a pi- Meridian Super Donger. You can just picture Dave saying that Joe, like space. I could dangle my penis in the water and catch a pa- barrel of Port Mac. So, anyways, it is a bit like that at the moment, though. Yeah, we we left uh, Melbourne um, from Bentley uh, at six o'clock on Bentley. Sunday Sunday evening. Um, we went on board Sean Hildyard's uh, Sailfish. Nice. Shoe. Yes, Shoe is, is commonly known amongst us as Shoe. So, Shoe actually sponsored us our first alcohol beverage the other the other week, and it was delicious. Well, I think we paid for it. But oh, yeah. did we? Joe <laughs> no, said did, it was a sponsor. No, no, it was a sponsor. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah did It was you? a plug. Oh, thanks, Shoe. Yeah. Yep. So, so we, we left with the Colorado and the Sailfish hooked up um, from Bentley, 6 p.m. Sunday night. Quite a bit of traffic leaving Melbourne on a long halfway through the long weekend. It's a long drive. Yeah, we drove um, straight from Bentley um, to Nelson um, where we uh, we camped at Nelson. Oh, nice. Yeah, but um, on the way up there we had a whole bunch of car problems. Um, we had <laughs> Car problems? What yeah. are you talking about? Uh, we, we had a, look, I don't even understand this in a truck, but um, apparently we had a boost leak. A boost leak like your turbo? Ter- yeah. Like, yeah, it's like a turbo hose or something, I think. Yeah, we had a boost had that leak. Before on an so, so, so that was a thing. Me too. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys know anything about boost leaks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to boost it. It makes your car go into limbo mode and all that stuff. <laughs> limbo mode. Limp, yeah. uh, limp mode, whatever you call it. Yeah, <laughs> no, limbo mode. Limbo. That, sounds, yeah. that sounds like a bit of fun. Yeah. Yep. Then after that, we had rattling brake calipers. <laughs> um, but luckily, look, we, we had. Um, Is it a manual? Um, yeah, it's a manual. Oh, that's good. You can break with the gears. But look, we're so we we're so fortunate on board. Um, we had on the trip um, Sean, myself, but we had uh, Jono Theron, who's um, Sean's uh, um, uh, one of his best friends from South Africa, who's an absolute uh, MacGyver. MacGyver. And he just he just knew what to do. So he fixed the rattling brake calipers. Then we've scraped the bull bar on something that we don't know what. Wait, so you're driving with your brake calipers just rattling in the wheels, and you go, ah, oh, we'll keep. Driving six hours to Port McDonald. Well, it, they're not necessary, especially <laughs> when towing a three-ton boat. <laughs> yeah, especially you want the front ones to be working. Oh that's gosh, for sure. no. So then the um, kangaroos will slow you down when you well, slam into them. Yeah, you segue beautifully into that. So when we got past Portland, <laughs> um, then we had to watch out for Kangaroo Death Valley, that road between yeah. Portland and Nelson, where literally all the kangaroos. Big bastards too. Yeah, they're all like standing up on the side of the road, and Bigger it's almost almost two like two to four inch. It's almost like they're looking at each other. Like, do you want to go? No, you go. <laughs> you want to go? And we're just like literally white knuckled driving, yeah. just kept watching out for us. So we get to the campsite uh, midnight in bed, one o'clock. Um, we slept in a tent. Um, well, uh, John O and Sean slept in the tent. I slept in the boat. Just if I may interject, I just wanted to reminisce. 
um, years ago driving down that road with all the kangaroos with Brendan. I recall nights driving at like 40k an hour, beeping constantly to try and shoo them away. And it took many, many, <laughs> many hours. No, it took a long time just to traverse that bit of road. Yeah, it's um, it's scary. So your bull bar got caught in a kangaroo, is that what you're saying? Uh, it, it got scraped, but um, that's a story for another day. Okay. What? It got scraped? Yeah. Okay. A bull bar got scraped. Uh, just wondering why we're skipping over that. So, I don't know. So we, we slept. They must have killed a kangaroo. That's must have been I'm an already about. dead one. No, they <laughs> did hit one. No, 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 we didn't. Uh, um, <laughs> What's going on here? We've, we've slept and we've, we've woken up at uh, 6.30. We're at the ramp, 8 o'clock. Literally all the best tuna fishermen um, were down at the ramp. Uh, Richie Abella was putting in. Hang on, I wasn't there. Yeah, we weren't there. Yeah, we, we might... We filmed. We made some film that um, hopefully will go past the editing desk of uh, Brendan Wing. And um, oh, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. But literally, the best best tuna fishermen were there. No, except hang for Dave on. And you, Adrian. Stayed, you stayed that night before you went fishing. Yep. What kind of accommodation did you stay? Because this is all part of the the trip. Um, we had an unpowered campsite at Nelson. <laughs> and what kind of temperature was it? Um, it was about. Eight degrees. Eight degrees. So that's cold. And I did see a photo that you didn't send to me, but it was like a one-man beach tent what was it? Um, that you guys slept in. Yeah, it was um, It was a two-man tent. and <laughs> It was like a rock climbing tent. Was it? That's what it looks like, one of those adventure ones. Yeah. In, in true South African fashion, I Actually, think, I think I it was called a photo. I think it was called a gazelle. Yeah, it was called a gazelle. That looks like a beach tent to me. Does it, Dave? Oh, no. Well, no, don't talk about beach tents. That brings back bad, oh, bad was, memories. Look, I didn't sleep in it, but they had the blow-up mattress there. So Jono and Sean slept in the tent and I slept in the uh, in the cabin, in the boat. Yes. In my minus eight sleeping bag. Snug. Did you get dew on your face? No, I didn't. Oh, that's good. I left, I left, um, I cracked the little bit of the cabin window, cabin uh, door open, just let a bit of fresh air in. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Glad we covered that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I've never slept in an unpowered site when I go fishing. Have you? Yeah. I mean, I've slept in the car. Mm. But you might as well sleep in the car at no. the boat ramp. Well, Joe sounds like he was pretty comfy. No, okay. I, was, I was comfy in minus eight sleeping bag. Oh, I had a, had a nice shower at the, um, oh, okay. at the caravan park. You get the amenities. That's good. Yeah, carry on. All right. Yep. So let's we'll skip to the next day. Let, let's just skip to the action. So next, you've had a good time in your boat cabin, doing God knows what. I'd <laughs> yeah. want to go over that with a black light, but anyway. Yep. We've driven. Oh shit, shoe. Check your cabin. <laughs> this ain't good. <laughs> Check the ceilings. That <laughs> 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 disgusting little man, Joey. You were keen for the barrels. Look, they were carpeted, so you can just. <laughs> <laughs> you rubbed it in the carpet. That's not good, shoe. If you're listening. Joey is one dirty <laughs> bastard, and he's going to clean your cabin ASAP. Oh, goodness. Mm. <laughs> so, anyways, we, we leave Nelson in the morning, yeah. and we, we launch at Port Mac. All the best fishermen are there, except for Dave and Adrian and Brendan and anyone else I've missed. Um, Richie was launching. We had Marty and uh, Xavier were launching. Um, there was there was a guy in a, um, in a, in a big grey hardtop fiberglass boat. I don't know his name, but he knew me. You don't me. have to list everyone. Oh, that's all right. Carry on with the 
Sorry. When we went out to 30, 35 metres where the group main group of boats were and literally pe- people were peeling from the, the left to the right mm-hmm. um, and we went to the right and um, there were birds starting to work up. Um, everybody was already um, putting their outriggers out. Um, so we, we, we found our own little uh, patch of um, birds that we decided to walk um, work we put the put the lures in at well we launched it i'll say quarter to eight why uh, yeah it was it was That's a late, late launch yeah it's quarter to eight because you yeah. guys must have made breakfast or something no we didn't we went breakfastless oh yep um we, we had our roast beef rolls um in in the in the esky so we just wanted to just get out there yeah so just yep. want to get out there, but we'll sleep into eight thirty. Quarter quarter to eight. And well, there's other thing. When you cross over to the border into Port Mac, you uh, you gain you gain half an hour. Yeah. So you slept in so even more. You're <laughs> <laughs> saying it would have been even later. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Um, so yeah, you guys must have got on the sauce the night before. <laughs> Hardly not. <laughs> they must have just struggled to pry Joey out of that cabin. <laughs> oh yes, he was stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot a very important part of this story. It was actually the the last night of um, the last day of KFC's hot and spicy on Sunday. What do you night. mean? Is it? It's finished, wasn't it? So it was out for like a week. No, it's been it's been going for the That's last. That's why you week. messaged me the other day and said, "Guess what, guys? Hot and spicy's back." That, well, yeah, it's finished. I got the last one on Sunday night, so we got hot and spicy. So. Did you have uh, lettuce or cabbage? <laughs> oh, I had I had the the mix. <laughs> the mix. The mixed oh, lettuce you did. And cabbage. Tough yeah. times for KFC. Yep. Acker Maccas have plenty of lettuce. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. It's probably cheaper to go buy Maccas burgers, pull all the lettuce yes. out, well, collect it, and take it home than to buy a lettuce. Sushi Mango did a skit where he went in the drive-thru and ordered a Big Mac minus the the buns, minus the patties, and extra <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> he stole my joke. Yeah. And he did it before you said it. So. Yeah, but I didn't know about it. So, therefore, he stole yeah, so we put the the lures in at eight thirty. Yeah, and um, it, the, the the task at hand was to collect three school fish for the table. Oh, <laughs> you're actually going to kill oh, some fish. You got distracted meat collecting. No, no, that, that was that was that was what was told. Like I, I, I'm the I'm as part of the crew. The captain's like, let's just quickly get three school fish so the the family. How did he say that? How after. did he uh, convince you? In, in those words. Yeah. I was like, oh, we'll just- Joe, you do a fantastic South African accent, <laughs> having grown up with them. Look, I'm not, look when, the, when the time comes- Not we'll, racist, we'll you're allowed. <laughs> um, so, we actually, no, sorry, I've, I've mucked up that part of the story. <laughs> we, had the, we had the, sorry, we had the barrel spread out. Yeah. And then uh, literally only after three minutes of barrel spreading, um, uh, you know, Sean says to Jono, he goes- yeah, Jono, won't you put out that that uh, that alco? <laughs> because we got to pick up a couple, you know, three schoolfish. <laughs> so, so literally, the barrel yeah. spreads out, and then yeah, he's got one halco out. We, we got one halco, um, 20, 20 size that's yeah. um, instantly got hit. Oh yeah, while the barrel rod. So we, we've quickly dispatched that one. Literally, flicked the fish in the boat. We've Flicked the halco back out again. It's on straight away again. In, flicked it out again. Got our three <laughs> within five minutes. This is eight thirty. Yeah. Um. Eight forty-five. So you packed out on tuna already, Joey. Yeah. Um. While while the third little tuna's rattling, um. It, the the long, long rigger goes off. Yeah. 
And um, look, I, I could, tell you, it was another school fish. No, I could. You could see that the rod was solid and it wasn't bouncing. It wasn't a mega run. Like we thought, it was another school fish. Yeah. Um, Jono's picked up the rod, and um, he started cranking it, and then it's it started to speed up, and we're like, mm. oh, the old ramp up. Yeah, the old ramp up. So yeah. we we scrambled to get Jono in a harness, and um, struggled to get him in the harness. Yeah, yeah, we did. Why did you struggle to put a harness on? Oh, he's, he's a big boy. <laughs> no, he's, he's tall. He's, he's a big boy. No, he's, he's, he's in. He's tall, and um, yeah, we were just having. I was, I was really struggling with the with the straps. It was. Yeah. We just wasn't. We weren't. We weren't ready. We weren't. We weren't, weren't expecting a well it to happen so. Team. We weren't expecting it to happen so quick. She's but, just, but it went perfectly to script. You got yeah. your three meat meat yeah. fish, and you were ready. Good, good captaining. Well, she, I reckon. Really good. Yeah. No, there was um, fantastic boat driving, but look, long story short, um, where we got that fish under control in about an hour. Yeah. And we had a beautiful, I'd say about an 80 kilo, um, 80 kilo um, fish by, by the boat. Yeah, there he is there. Sweet. Yeah, right. Dave, you calling 80 there? Oh, Joe says it's 80. I'll give it to him. Okay. It's, um, they do, they don't look as big in the... Water, especially on a wide-angled GoPro. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe not eighty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not the best. Uh, yeah, there, there's another there's another video that it, he wasn't quite ready to come up. Then I don't think. Yeah. Well, either way. So was that um, Chew's friend, Jono? Yeah, that's Jono, that first... Jono on the rod. And that don't was tell me first... that was his first bluefin. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't his first bluefin. His Second, first, then. Big, first big one. Yeah. Put in a few hard yards. Yeah, so she's opted to uh, release the big fish because he didn't want to fillet him. And yeah, he did that's a well. very sustainable way to go. Catch yeah. a few small ones, let a few big ones go. Yeah, do you reckon they taste the same? Nah. A lot of people say the big ones are, the big are ones better. Taste better. So yeah. that's on a big, the cooler lure. Yeah, yeah, evil angel, the yeah. old medium sprocket evil angel. Yeah, one of the best. Yep. So, so you let that one go. Yep, so we've let that one go. Um, Sean's just lip-gaffed lip him. Um, we've taken some nice video and um, boat side, so we've let him go. We've literally reset the spread again, and um, Sean's uh, Torium 50 on 24 kilo, that, that gets a bite on it, and we instantly thought, oh, well, it's a schoolfish again. Yes. And uh, Jono grabs the rod again, just thinking it's a schoolfish, and... Starts winding it back a bit. A greedy, he's just wound in an eighty kilo fish. <laughs> no, we we'll just said just 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 look after that schoolie, and then he started winding in, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> that's good sound effect. Sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. That's what happened. It's like it we're like, on again. It sounded like wind noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it, was a, it was a small reel, so right. that's, that's what. Okay, no, it's good. Yeah. Setting the scene, and yeah, then they've, I've been. Harnessed in, and goodness gracious, it was a three-hour three fight. Um, three we, hours? Well, well, we hooked up at 9.45, and we didn't have it under control until pretty close to 1 o'clock. Yep. And now you've sent through photos and video to us. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure which video this is. Is that your one, or is that um, Jono's one? That looks like Joe's. Yeah. Yep. Looks bigger. So oh, we yeah, reckon this one seal. is probably at 130. Look at this seal. Nips it. Actually nipped the fish. Yeah, he did. So there's been a bit of an issue with seals down there at the moment. Yeah, they have it. Look at the seal. Um, 
during the fight, the, the seal got attracted. Um, that, that fish took us 30 k's, by the way. 30 k's? That, yeah. took, that dragged you. By yep. the way, your Torium looks like a Tianos. Um, <laughs> no, tor- Torium 50. Is it? Yep. Okay. Have a better look. It looks, yeah, it no, looks that's a quite tank. small for a 50, though. Yeah. That, that real. But anyway, that's, um, that's uh, not really relevant or yeah. important. It's not an important detail. Oh, look, it's, it's, it's my biggest um, bluefin. That shows its size pretty well, yeah. Joey. Yeah. Well, look, this is how we, we came to the conclusion that, that we think it's in that circa 130 range. Look, I'm, I'm standing right a, up against those steps there, and if you measure from the steps to the back of the boat, it's it's 2.3 metres. So, yep. And, so that's total, and, total length. Yeah, yeah, and what I've done there, look, there's no tricks here, but um, to try and get a good photo, I've tried to lift the fish up as much as possible and extend my arms out from from the boat so you can so, kind of see uh, a gauge of really the length of yeah. it. Yeah, good no, photo. No, it's a bloody cracker, Joe. I reckon, yeah, probably around 130. So Yeah, well, um, look, according to the Tuna Champions uh, chart, um, 190 centimetres is equivalent to 120 kilos. Yeah, this is fork length. Yeah. Yeah, to the yeah. fork length. So yeah. so I got a 195 in Tassie that went 124.4 kilo. So, right. Yeah, so it would be pretty close to 130 if you're saying it's two metres. So. Yeah. But awesome job. Awesome yeah. trip. So, yeah, that was it. So you've yeah. done – you've rolled onto a few uh, big tuna this year, Joe. You've just, like, jumped on the right boat at the right time. Just made the right call. A few times. <laughs> After years of being unlucky, Joe, it's like we broke your curse last year and now you just can't stop catching so, him. So, Joe has this uh, lucky feeling around the Queen's birthday. Well, that's it. Yeah, it was um, It was 2020 um, Apollo Bay uh, that, yeah, we had some good success there. I'll, I'll never forget that trip, but, yeah, Queen's birthday, hit on it. There you go. For everyone out there, if you want to catch a barrel, just go Queen's birthday. Yeah, basically. Or well, you just find out where the fish are and you if you've got a mate going there, you just go, hey, can I jump on and wind a fish in? And it works, doesn't it, Joe? Yeah, well. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in and sharing that, Joe. I know you were very excited. Um, oh, I love the story. Yeah. I love the rattling breaks. I love the, the, <laughs> the noise effects of the yeah. line coming off the reel. It was very a, enjoyable. Yeah. Thought you would unmoor, yeah and Joey uh, loved the sticky cabin. <laughs> Joey loved the cabin. Yeah, so um, so Dave, I, I reckon. Yeah, I, I ducked before you tease me. <laughs> I also went out on the same on the Monday, but I didn't have the time, money, or resources to go down to Port McDonald. So I thought I'll have another look for another local one. Oh, and um, you did invite me, but yeah, yeah, I invited you, but at the same time, I said I'm guessing you won't be coming. Yeah. Which is understandable. Well, I was going with you until Port Mac was a thing. Yeah. And you did invite me to Port Mac. We did. It's just a bit hard for me at the moment. Mm. But um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, very contrasting fortunes. I actually drove around the ocean all day and didn't even put a lure in because I didn't see anything. And then once I got home, I found out that one was caught right where I'd been driving around like a maniac and not seeing anything and someone had trolled into one. So sometimes it's worth just putting lures out. But um. Yeah, traditionally I like to find a bit of life before I deploy the lures and um, I didn't find any at all all day so I didn't even end up putting them out and I covered quite a bit of distance and used quite yeah. a bit of expensive fuel, might I add. <laughs> oh, it was, so, a pr- it was a pretty penny. Yes. 
two dollars sixteen a liter oh. for those playing at home. Wow. So when you go out and you look all day for these fish and you get back to the ramp and you find out someone else has caught the fish you're chasing, how does it make you feel? Oh look, it's a little bit upsetting, but then you think about it and you go, Look, I could have been exactly where he was in the same area and still not caught that fish. Yeah, well I think of it more of the uh, glass is half full kind of thing because you go, oh, my goodness, there's fish out there. Yeah. I was so close. I'm going to go out another day. And, I know. Yeah. And that's the issue. It keeps motivating you yeah. to go waste your time. Look, just in, in contrast to, to that there, like you didn't see anything and and whatnot. At, at Port Port Mac, we we didn't normally – I've been on board with you where we've sounded up barrels and then a rod's gone. Um, we didn't sound up – barrels at all and a, and a rod just went and yeah. didn't the other the one that was captured out out there on the day that you were out was that just a blind strike yeah apparently yeah that's what was reported oh, yeah. it was just a a big blindy which um which is you know okay you got one <laughs> yeah no that's yeah, awesome awesome job and, and, and you didn't you didn't put you didn't put the rods in even thinking oh maybe on this particular area i might get a blind strike I did not. In hindsight, maybe I should have. <laughs> no, I'm just. I get it. Rub it discussion. in. You had a good day. I had a bad one. No, no. I think just, Joey's uh, trying to say he's the superior fisherman, Dave. He is at the moment. No, I'm not. But like, <laughs> I, like I've fished a lot with Dave, and, and he's he's very very good, and he knows when to put rods in. But it's you know just when you think you figured it out, it all out with fishing. Like, how do you know when to put a rod in if you're not seeing much? That's the thing That's about exactly fishing, right. Joey. The grass is always greener. Yeah, you know what it is. You always feel like. That big workup bait ball fish busting is just over the horizon. Mm. So you keep looking. And then eventually you tick off all the spots that you want to look at. Yeah. And you're back at the entrance and you're sad. The thing <laughs> is there's also like deep bait getting worked too that you can't visually see. Um, no. That you, you might hook up on just randomly and that's where you get these blind strikes from. That's right. But anyway, yeah. moving on from the um, barrel reports because we – Yeah, we, we covered tuna like – 11 out of the 12 months, I oh, guess. Oh, well, who cares? <laughs> Let's not pretend that we're something we're not, Adrian. Yeah. We're tuna hunters. Okay. Back to your whiting you go, Dave. Wow. There is – I was going to talk about a little something else was um, – Oh. What do you got for us? I don't get too excited. Oh, well, oh. I've got a few things, but um, something cool got sent through to us before from our good mate Jonah. Oh, He sent yes. us a nice fishing report, but there's a little add-on there that um, really sparked mine and Adrian's interest, which was – a large mobular ray. Now, I thought that a mobular ray was a um, manta ray. Well, I think they, they share the same scientific name, mobular manta and then mobular devil and all that. Yeah, okay. So, this one wasn't your classic manta, but um, so a big mobular ray has been washed up down there at, um, was it Bishano, I believe, Adrian? Yeah, yeah, the east coast of Tassie somewhere. So, Oh, well, have a look at the, the back... Um no, dorsal fin. So Jonah's um, partner, she works for – who does she work for? Some kind of um, marine biology company uh, yeah. for the Commonwealth. They, all, they both work for – yeah, she works for like Utah's. I don't even yeah. know. And um, she's just gone down to the beach to, you know, just sightseeing and it's just washed up in the back of her ute. It's just washed <laughs> on into the back of her ute. Yeah, so, but she's a scientist and she's chucked it in at the back of a ute and I think they're going to analyse the species and why it's washed up there. Well, he's calling it a devil ray. Yeah, yeah. 
That's right. So the devil ray is a type of mobular. So it's a mobular devil. Yeah. Um, oh, washed up alive. What? That's what he's saying. And they've chucked it on the... Usually found in tropical waters. Strange given the AAC is pretty much gone. Yeah, it's pumping. Um, probably why it was battling. Pumping the other way now. So. But I have seen those things or some sort of mobular ray jumping, like multiples of them jumping off Flake's entrance before. Yeah. Well, you so know, you they, know they eagles and duck rays and all that do it as well, duckbill rays and all that. Yeah, it's not the jumping that's the yeah. important bit. It's, it's the, the lat- it's it's the southern yeah. latitude. Okay. Or longitude. Yeah. yeah long. <laughs> Lats that way. <laughs> um, that is interesting. So, yeah, that was a nice little add-on from Jonah. Yeah, well, there's been quite significant fishing happening down there since the time that we haven't been doing our weekly podcast. Well, here in Victoria, the weather's been absolutely shocking for about three weeks straight anyway. So, there hasn't been much chance to go fishing, but down in Tassie, they've got a well, obviously, they're a fair way away. They get a diff- different weather system, mm. but there's also quite a lot of protection there yeah. from the elements with um, the big cliffs and stuff blocking the wind. But yeah. we will talk about that when we uh, go into our reports segment. Okay. And um, one other thing I wanted to touch on there was um, Lake Mulwala. So, someone, yes. so we were talking about, I was talking about with someone just earlier about how um, they've drained all the water out of it. What? Yeah, so they do this, Joey. They drain the water out every, I guess, almost decade um, because around the wintertime because there's a thing called green and blue algae, right? Mm-hmm. And the frost kills it. So what they do is they drain the water out so the frost can kill it and then they let the water come back in. But it creates a really good, easy fishery for oh, these giant Murray cods because, yeah, they just all, you know, Fall wow. into these small little creeks and hatches, and and people so, just cast lures at it, and they're getting triples of like meter twenty fish. And what? Yeah, but I believe you can no longer launch there because the boat ramps are obviously way high and dry. Yeah, so it's a lot of mud between the water and the boat ramp. Oh, that'd be like instant quicksand. Yes, <laughs> sink mud. <laughs> so I uh, put the question out to uh, Mitch Chapman, who's one of our cod gurus. Yeah. Um, I said, "Hello, Mitch. Where are the?" Where do the cod go when the water's gone? And he said the main river, which obviously was originally yep. running through there before it was dammed, damned if it you do and damned if you don't, mm-hmm. uh, will remain. So there's still water in there. So they're even more concentrated yeah. in that riverbed. So the cod are fine. They survive and they're just more concentrated. So if you could get to that little bit of river, mm. you'd be buddy looking pretty good for some. Well, a kayak fisherman like Mitch... <laughs> he would have no dramas. Um, yeah, if you could get out there his without, kayak through the mud, <laughs> you could get out there without sinking. Um, you reckon you'd sink on the mud? Yeah, quite possibly. Mm. Wonder Good if mud. anything cool's come come okay. out with the sinking what, water. I got, I got what, a, like a long fish or something. No, like dead bodies. Oh, I got a funny oh. sinking mud story. I was going fishing once at um, the old stockyard point with um, oh, a couple yes. of my dad's mates from um, the, his cool storage. Um, Industrial Pretty sure factory workplace got stuck in quicksand there. Yeah, I think he did too. <laughs> yeah, the, the two fellas that we were fishing with, um, they had a like this giant esky full of beer. Like each each guy was carrying <laughs> yeah. one from the other. Ooh, and, we're and, going fishing. We're drinking beer. Yeah, we're going fishing. We're drinking beer, and these two blokes are walking along the the sand, and then it becomes mud, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're sinking, sinking, sinking. 
and they're stuck up to their waist with this heavy beer that's <laughs> sinking them into the sand and they had to pull them out. Now, if you saw that and you you know, walking past, would you just look at them and grab their beer and keep walking or would you help them? Leave them to die. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit Good of insight into Adrian's inner, inner thoughts. Yeah, well, it's a, a question murderer. I'm putting out to you guys. doesn't necessarily mean that oh, what that's kind what of beer I is do. It? Yeah, well, there you go, Dave. If it was this stuff, I'd <laughs> help them and they can keep their own beer. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best. It's not bad, actually. Yeah. It's not now better than it did last time we had it. So who's got stuck into these uh, easy cod? Well, a lot I, of people. I think, it, yeah, most people that were up there and onto yeah. it, um, especially while you could still launch. Yeah, well, last time we spoke to Mitch was – couple of weeks ago, and he said there was still one ramp left, which is accessible, but by yeah. now that would be done. Yeah, 100%. We missed our window. Yeah. Classic us. Oh. Um, anyway. Joey, oh, Joey's Devo. Yeah, he's, he's into it. Oh, well, look, they're still yielding, Joe, and I know there's yeah. been some good fish caught at yielding. Yes. Are we, look, we, had a, we often talk Joe, about Joe, let's get our tinnies down to <laughs> Ilden. Yeah, I've still got problems with mine, but. <laughs> you can tow it with the CRV, man car. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That was great. Thanks for sharing that with me. Um, everybody that's following my Honda CRV, Dave sent me a great Instagram yes. reel of a CRV, like totally man four wheel driving <laughs> down the side of a mountain. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly okay, okay, how Joe, I feel. No, the reason I Joey, said that to he you. went through a puddle of mud. Yeah, I was going to say, because <laughs> <laughs> the guy was carrying on about how he off roaded in his yeah. CRV. He yeah. just drives through like a puddle. <laughs> like, we're supposed to He's be like, yeah, woo. And Joey thought he, it was. Actually serious. Wait, no, I think the no, guy was serious. That no. was the funny thing. That CRV, that launched my tinny off the beach at Walkerville and it got completely flooded and it got pulled out and it's been going well, fine Your car since. needed to get pulled out. Yeah. Because it's not a proper four-wheel drive, that's why. <laughs> it was really sinky, Sam. But look, that was back in 2010. We're 2022 now. Yeah. It hasn't missed a beat. Did you buy that brand new? Uh, near new. Yeah. That like four, a demo. 40,000 on the clock okay. back in 2009. That's like third should, hand by that should be rusting away nicely. Yeah. All those crevices where the salt water got into. Yeah. But, um, anyway, we don't need to talk about Joe's cars again. We covered that the other week, didn't we? Joe's what? cars? Can How I just mention? How is your car going, Joey? Because does it still look like this? Oh, look at that. Shiny in here. That's not my car. Oh. Well, you sent me that photo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, a, it doesn't that, look like that because that's not the car. No, it's like it's like its cousin. Why did you send me that photo then? It was an example. It was of an, an example coating. of ceramic coating. <laughs> there we go. What I'm he wanted to paying attention like. to what Joey's car is. Can I just make a bit of a yeah. hard right hand turn here and move? Yeah, subject you a little can bit. Move wherever you like. Something that really, uh, really uh, infuriated me. Yeah. No, not infuriated. You want me to press no, no, the no, button? No, 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 no. We'll do that later. <laughs> Didn't infuriate me, but uh, raised my eyebrows. Was it? Um, some people might have heard of this YouTube channel, YBS. Oh, yes. I mean, they're similar size to us. Um, you know, like we're both pretty big YouTubers, influencers, I would say. Yeah, um, so for he obviously, he'd farm. be aware of us. He lives on a farm with some emus and some dogs and lives on the beach. And Anyway, yeah. he stole our idea, Adrian. What? Our idea? What do you, you mean? You know how we've been trying to catch fish on weird lures, weird animal ducks oh, no. and stuff? He went out and he literally bought all the BCF like oh, no. savage gear rats and snakes and stuff. Oh, no, he's done it before us. And went and filmed it way better than we ever possibly could. 
Now, oh, it's dear. just not fair because he lives in tropical paradise. There's bikini-clad women everywhere. Is he There's- catching fish over 10 kilo in these? He was, I think, I'm pretty sure he got like GTs and Queenies and what big things reasonably. He's, I'm gonna catch he's a barrel. Got you heard it here first. I'm catching a barrel on Daffy the Duck. You're not making another big claim again, are you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, just finished tag at 100 first, buddy. Okay, um, so yeah, he's completely stolen our idea, done a way better job than we ever could, and lives in tropical paradise. Not fair. Mm. How do you feel about that? Well, look, I'm going to go home and watch it, get some ideas, and film it better. So. Do you know how I feel about yeah. that? Oh, tell me. Tell me, it's, Joe. It's his sense. It's, uh, you know <laughs> what? Uh, you can live in tropical paradise, but even in tropical paradise, the, the fishing can have really dead, dull days. So Yeah, but it's the same fish day in, day out. They're not catching these giant, you know, meh. Behemoth of fish, are they over there? Uh, I look, well, they could uh, be on a real thousand pound blue marlin and stuff there. Why don't they do it then? Well, they just stay just, inshore casting yeah, like these the, reefs. They're into the variety. What, okay. what I'm trying to say is, like, you might very well get your Daffy Duck barrel um, <laughs> if you're in the it's right place at the Daddy right the time. Duck. I said it wrong. <laughs> and yeah, they have such variety. We have like three fish here, and we only like catching one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love snapper, but. You can't be bothered grinding this time of year for them. Oh, God, no. Oh. Even though I could go out there and catch one, but I'd rather not. No. But this segues through to mo- an, another segment. Oh. Adrian. Some fishing reports. The oh. Hookup. Oh, he had the hookup. Smash that button. Smash it. <laughs> Welcome oh, I'm on. to the hookup. Get ready, boys. Yeah, I'm ready for I've you. Got not one, not two. But three guest reporters for this week. What? We are going to kick it off. Who likes us that much to send in reports? Our man on the ground in Gippsland, Simon Webster. He's actually sent us one every week while we've not been Uh, recording. He's he's so good. He's fantastic. He's actually the one that was talking to me about the um, Mulwayla Cod. On your simo. You don't know that he goes by that, uh, Joe. (laughs) You're not that friendly. Um, (laughs) Okay, I'm going to read his report out. Yeah. Um, so, this is a refreshed edit he's sent me. So, this contains some stuff over the last few weeks. The Gippy Report. Rim fishing continues to be good across multiple rivers and lakes. Some larger fish have started being caught and released in the Hollands Landing, Lake Wellington, South Shore area. I have no idea where any of those... No, this is why it's great we've got Simon because we don't know about any of this. Uh, most of these fish are being targeted on weedless soft plastics in heavy structure. Um, hot tip for everyone out there in my vast broom experience, I like a Z-Man's grub. In motor oil. Motor oil. <laughs> um, <laughs> fish of up to 47 centimetres have been landed, indicating things are starting to heat up. I think maybe they spawn this time, like winter spawn. Is he talking about yellow or black? They, 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 I don't think they get... Yellowfin brim that far south. I think it's Malacuta where they they inter they have yellowfin and um, black brim. Yeah, I know. I knew that. Can you believe that? Wow. Um, indicating so they things, don't go past Malacuta. That's it. Done. I, I believe so. Mm. Don't question me. Indicating things are starting to heat up. The Mitchell River and the Tambo River mouth have produced more nice fish during the week, with a couple of bigger fish being pulled, also from above the bridge on the Nicholson in the last week. 
The Twin Rivers Broom Comp is looming in a few weeks and we'll see a big influx of anglers. Now, big influx of anglers in their fancy boats with their giant engines zooming around. I've added that bit, by the way, <laughs> uh, which will be great for the region. Um, Bem River continues to fish well, places to try, Mahogany's and Pelican Point. With the lake currently open, lake levels are quite tidal. Several small swords caught off lake's entrance recently as well, but weather recently has closed off access for boats wanting to go wide. Absolutely it has. Many anglers hoping to see some southern bluefin tuna action shortly out wide and in the rigs, but so far very quiet. Sorry, Adrian. Well, thank you very much, Simon. That was a comprehensive yeah. report. Nice. Who knows, Joey might head down there and catch some brims. I'm going to swing right over to the other end of the state now. Yeah. Our man on the ground there, who Is already named Lowry? him. Wow, Mike Lowry. Apparently, he didn't want us to to oust him last time. He wanted to be a oh, secret he, reporter, but we ruined it. So, a secret West reporter. You can be secret this week, Shane Lowry. We just call him John West. <laughs> All righty. So he's often known as the Southwest Dominator. Is he? He said, "There's been some good Mulloway caught in the Hopkins recently." Okay, Joey. Hopkins. What? At Warrnambool? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Good moon phase. The Mary River and Mount Emu Creek slash Hopkins have been producing some cracking trout and large estuary perch. Uh, are those wild trout, Dave? Yeah. They're native to Australia. <laughs> Just crickets. There. <laughs> hey, I, I, I hope there's something in there. I'd love to catch a Chinook salmon. Is there any other Chinooks on the yeah. bite down the southwest? Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. Okay. They're Carry pests. On. Those two rivers are open to trout fishing, even though they're closed through the closed season. Is it because they're, they're stocked, obviously, then? They're not wild. They're all stocked once upon a time. Well, you know what we mean. Yeah. Not naturally breeding ones. I th- well, don't they deserve to live? Just like those big brood ones, brood stock ones that Brendan was releasing. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the ones that have like weird <laughs> tails and gill plates and, and have about a week left to live because yeah. they can't handle themselves in the wild. Yeah. Those two rivers are open to Joey's trout fishing. Joey's phone's buzzing right now. I can see his pocket flashing. Oh, that's a sale joke. Get on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, even through the close season, I've already said that. I think they are the only rivers in the state where there's no closure. I'll Oh, he's just going to fact check it. <laughs> <laughs> he's ninety nine point nine percent sure that's right. So he's told us all this info, and then goes, "Hang on, I'll fact check to see if it is open in the closed season." Broom have moved deeper up the edges, as is usual this time of year, and vibes as well as heavy plastics fished in seamen. Motorol grubs <laughs> two point five meters to three point five meters definitely account for some good size winter brim. Beat is still producing some great trout and redfin for the. <laughs> any any Kinook salmon in Beat there, Dave? I have to I have to edit this on the go. Yeah, um, some great trout and redfin for those something fishermen who love non-natives. <laughs> Shane's not a fan. There was a <laughs> cracking thirty-eight kilo harpooka caught out of Port Mac. I love oh, it. I, I need saw to get that. on that stuff. It was a really good fish. Was it a bass or a harpooka? Harpooka. Yeah. Can we do that one day, Dave? Yeah, yeah. yeah Dave gets too swordfish or tuna distracted. So do you. No, I would love to go out with the electrics. We'd all love to go out, but yeah, we don't. Yeah, we get distracted. Yeah. So it's not just me. No, but um, I'd love to just bring the electrics and 
That's it. Done. Well, fair effort from this guy because he's gone straight through like the biggest giant tuna bite of all time to the shelf to catch a hard hooker. I'll do that. I haven't caught one. Um, the rest is all tuna, 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 blah, blah, blah. Shane's not into tuna. Uh, and he has some sneaky reports of some really good cod taken at the Rocklands Reservoir this week. Oh, they got cod down that way, do they? Yeah. That was like, yeah, didn't know. It's- so apparently they've put over 500,000 cod in there. Like all kinds of sizes, like yearlings, fingerlings, and all that. Anything there about the about the Jews in Nelson? No, but I know they've been getting caught because Mossy, Mossy, Jason Tedesco was catching some. Nice. So there you go, Joe. Um, now yes. had another ah uh, Jonah. I'd forgotten. <laughs> I'd forgotten <laughs> oh, he's, one of his mates had a report too, didn't he? Uh, wait, that's going to be catch of the week. Oh, okay. Nearly ruined it, even though it wasn't this week. I thought Jonah got catch of the week, or his nah, or his um, partner got catch of the week. Nobody cares about that. Wasn't that the same person? Anyway, uh, what? They caught the sword with him. It was oh. the jet ski man? Wasn't it? No, nah, surely not. I don't know. I thought he's. I'll fact I thought check Jonah's that. girlfriend. I'll fact check that. <laughs> I thought Jonah's girlfriend had catch of the week. They're mobular. Yeah. Um. So Jonah says, swordfish run at Eagle Hawk Neck has slowed right down and is potentially finished now. Water temp over the shelf is now 14 degrees. The one we landed the other week was off the back of Mariah Island, slightly further north, where temperature was 15 degrees. Now, um, we won't just rush over that mm-hmm. because Jonah caught a beautiful swordfish, about 150 kilo last week, and um, which was a great effort. But what was amazing was he battled it into the dark. And, oh, he has actually told us about this in his report. Uh, so he had a flight time of 2 hours and 15 minutes, had a big 200 kilo plus mako shark attack the swordfish on the surface, severing the tail, then biting its side. So, And you haven't even sent me a photo of that, so now I'm going to have to I look have. for it. No, it's not there, Dave. Well, I sent it to you. It's not and my now fault. I'm going to have to search for it. Jesus. I'm not, I'm not yeah. putting up with this. I did send you through a photo. <laughs> You can you can loop back on the photo. By the way, you have access to the same photos I do. Yeah, I do. A little bit of bitch fighting and bookkeeping going on mid-show here. Uh, so he said there's st- lots of squid around in the deep still. The tuna belly strips were the toughest baits to survive the squid when you're sword fishing. The barrel run at Eagle Hook Neck has been slow. Still fish around but hard to hook. Apparently, the barrel run at St. Helens has been going off though. Big fish as well, well over 100 kilos. And then he's also sent through mobile array photos. Yes. Have you found a photo? Of his oh, yeah, I did. I put it up. You oh. weren't looking. I was busy reading. Yeah. I sh- you know how hard I find that. Yeah. So, free Kraken reports. Thanks very much to our three men on the ground. Um, no, that's bloody great fishing. Imagine being a part of any of those reports. I can't. You'd just feel. I can't like even. So blessed. You'd feel like Joe. Yeah. <laughs> just absolutely thrilled. Um, so yeah, I think that's um, we've we've got a few other local reports as well. So yeah. we'll just quickly go through them as well. Um, so obviously Dave weather, obviously caught nothing and didn't even put lures out. So you know, I went on a wildlife tour. Yeah. So um, yeah, so there's plenty of squid around in Western Port. Yeah, I um, did see that. You did see that? Yeah, that's good. Uh, always a good time of year, especially up around that Tyab. 
Mm. Area, but also the Ooh, some... tortoise head went better this weekend. Did it? There's yeah. also some some good ones caught down at uh, the quarry down at the eastern entrance as well. Yes, that, that, that region that, that goes quite well. Nice. Everywhere goes well. Yeah. So when you find that clean water, um, you're always a good chance of the squid throughout the whole system. Um, same for Port Phillip, obviously, plenty of squid around there. Whiting have been uh, quite good around um, Tortoise Head. And uh, also some deeper some um, deeper whiting down the eastern entrance as well, I've heard. Some nice-sized big fat ones. Any more kings in Western Port? Well, uh, apparently they were still there as of, I think this might have been a couple of weeks ago I last heard. Okay. So they might stay there right through the winter, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so, um, yeah, obviously that's probably about all the local fishing I've really got, to be honest, because this weather's just been horrendous, hasn't it? Oh, uh-huh. Just non-stop Relentless. rain and wind. But, um, yeah, that, that about covers it anyway. There's some and, and those reports coming in from our uh, roving reporters were bloody fantastic as well. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's the end of the hookup there, boys. No, um, now, great hookup. Now, if we can uh, bring back a so – we haven't really been doing this segment religiously, but uh, we'll – We'll do a fish of the week because this one's very deserving. Capture of the week and Joey, congratulations. Well it's done, not Joey. You. Oh, <laughs> well done for being here to hear about someone else's catch of the week. <laughs> yeah. Now, it wasn't this week. It was yeah. a couple of weeks ago, but well, obviously we've been off the yeah. air. But I well, thought this was bloody damn impressive. Well, one of Jonah's counterparts in so his Wesley Black Magic team. Van den Herrick, yeah. I believe the name is. And he's been trying to catch a large bluefin tuna on his jet ski. On his ski jet. And he actually was two up on the jet ski the day this happened. It would have been quite cramped. And, yeah, so I asked Jonah, how do you, how does he go catching a fish? Does he drive forward and fight the fish forward or does the guy turn around? And he goes, it's actually quite awkward. He just has to sit there with the rod with no harness while his mate drives him around. So that in itself is, <laughs> you know, Adding extra degree of difficulty trying to catch these fish. Well, I know Joan has actually been out on the jet ski with him. Has he? Um, mostly <laughs> for the spooning as you're driving yeah. along part and like cuddling and a little bit for the fishing. So he, he'd be aware of the logistics of it. Joe, could you say us doing that? He's busy yeah. selling. Cuddling on a uh, jet ski? Yeah, I've, I've actually fished off a jet ski. With someone else cuddling you? No, no, I was, <laughs> it was actually um, off the back of uh, Sean's jet ski and we were um, chasing sure. we were chasing salmon off uh, Black Rock. Oh, nice. I Sean would have been days. more excited with that than barrels. It was, it was salmon. It was awesome. So off the back seat on the jet ski, um, he like he got some PVC pipe with a couple of uh, like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> U-bends yep. kind of thing. And, and, yeah, it was just cable tied on and we just had two salmon rods there. <laughs> and I was, like, standing up looking at standing both Standing up. <laughs> while we're driving around Blackwell. Oh, it, it was a lot of yeah. fun jet ski fishing. Yeah. Well, here's a picture of this guy's Oh, feet. so you've got a photo of this one, do you? Oh, this one here. This Holy one is magnificent. Moly. So he's dragged it into the shore for this magnificent photo. And have a look how decked out this ski is. He's got it's a, more than a couple of PVC pipes, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> he's got eskies, he's got ropes, he's got tiagras. So he obviously runs a three-rod spread on this ski. Yeah, he's got it sussed. That's a good fish too, isn't it? So a- how much did you go? Was it over 100? Looks um, like it. I believe so. I was just looking for the report and now I can't find it, oh. which is awkward. I'm sure Black Magic shared it because he's also a pro staffer from Black Magic. 
Yeah, but we don't have time to navigate no. through the socials to no, find it again. But anyway, uh, that is the catch of the week off the Jetski. Awesome job. wonder if Memphis is still a pro staffer with his towel. The Black Magic towel? Yeah, wasn't he the Black Magic towel boy? He was. We'll have Pretty, to ask him uh, about it. Big deal getting a bit of cloth with a brand on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a high-end sponsorship. Uh, yeah, so um, catch of the week goes to Wesley. Yep. A little bit of a grinds my gears, Adrian. Oh, you got to grinds my gears this week, Dave. Yes. Go to Peter Griffin for you know what really grinds my gears. Thanks, Tom. You know yeah. what really grinds my gears? Now, <laughs> I'll water this one down slightly is that oh. it doesn't really piss me off, but I do find it amusing and I didn't know where else to put it in the show. Yeah. So I've just put it there. How do you feel, Adrian, about when people go away on a big fishing trip? Yeah. They catch a heap of good stuff. Instead of just doing one big post, yeah, well, I had an awesome holiday, share it with your friends. Everyone says, well done. <laughs> I think I know where you're going here, Dave. They do the old drip feed where you uh, get the old one slow photo of a fish per day for months on end. <laughs> so, so what they're ideally trying to, I guess, imitate is that they're fishing more frequent than they have. Right. No, it turns a trip into... A lifetime trip. I just think they're worried that if you do a bulk upload, people are going to just just gloss over all your catches, whereas if you make sure there's only one for them to look at, they're going to have to concentrate on that photo and it's mm. going to get maximum exposure. So do you reckon you do this for an egotistical reason? Well, go that far, <laughs> but I'm just, it's, I just find it, uh, it's an interesting tactic, isn't it? Joey, have you put any, all your photos up from your last trip? Yeah, that's. Yeah, I did. Well, you're still bulk. planning on releasing more. No, no. I've done a bulk upload. I, 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 yeah. I did I did a bulk upload. Um yeah. I, I think it marks a, a certain point in time and um So once So you reckon photos have expiry dates. Once it goes past a certain time, is that it? No more posting. No, no, I just think like yeah, I'm into the bulk upload, like look you, you might want it to share with people, but I don't know, I guess I'd I'd do it. For myself, that yeah, you cook. got a memory of that whole trip uh, well, all in one. I just remember now, like you know, two barrels in one trip happened on Queen's birthday, two thousand and twenty-two. I remember yeah. having four shots at, at a barrel, or three shots at a barrel, and um, catching one on Queen's birthday, twenty twenty. Yeah, and it's just it's beautiful it's sentiment, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so, do you feel? Yeah, no, it grinds Dave's gears. I think it grinds your gears. You brought it up. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think it's funny. It's not a grinds my gears. Yeah. It's more uh, just a quirky fishing uh, yeah. thing that I thought yeah. would be uh, interesting to discuss. I've got a gear grinder. Like, yeah. Oh, Joey. Uh, it's, button. it's more of just of a oh, general bitch, I suppose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is it with like driving that, that southwest coast with the, the, the potholes? Like, I don't know if it's just accentuated because on it's the a, There's been a lot of rain, Joey. Is that what makes potholes? Oh, yeah. Water. Okay. And tyres going over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like literally, um, you know, we, we had an almost almost three-ton boat that we're tying with the Colorado, and when you hit a pothole with the with the big boat, boom, like shit. Who's driving to hit these potholes? Sorry, it wasn't Sorry, it wasn't pot. It wasn't just a pothole. Then there was just these random- uh, Well, like r- a gorge in uh, the middle of the road. You know, these random just like drops in the road, and like, you know, Sean and, and he, Sean goes, like, 
Yeah, not not even a signpost for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, like how they have those yellow signs that say dip. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no dip. So, yeah. like, we there was no- Joe lo- sees him and he goes, oh, yes, dip, delicious. <laughs> yes, black swan. <laughs> I've got crackers here. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought, black Pull swan. over, Shawnee. There's dip. <laughs> no, but there was a dip in the road and there's there's no there's no signpost there is right and literally it's it's scary as. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be a, a dup? <laughs> Joey, there's a dup. <laughs> Too good. Too good. So, Joey, bad roads, heavy, heavy boats, bad roads, potholes. Oh, yeah. Grinds your gears. Yeah. Yes. All right. Good one, Joe. Now, questions? Questions. We got questions. Oh, it was a slow uptake today, wasn't it? Well, we haven't posted in like four weeks. So, yes. But anyway, we did. We have some great. I'm going to open the question page. I'll read out the first one while you're fumbling. Yeah. Um, So, from Harry Top Taylor, biggest boat ramp stuff ups. Is this ones that we've had? Yeah, I think he's asking us what we've done. Like, Joey just explained how his CRV sunk. Well, CRV? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. CRV sunk, beach launching at Walkerville. Yep. Well, same location, nearly same day, apparently. Yeah. I also did that. (laughs) With my first car, which was a Jackaroo four-wheel drive, which I didn't have in four-wheel drive properly. I thought I did. It was brown, wasn't it? Certainly was. Brown, <laughs> sandy, and moist. Probably one of the biggest ones I've done was with um, you and Brendan's boat. Brendan wasn't there. <laughs> we beach launched off Flinders, and both of us just assumed someone put the bung in Brendan's <laughs> boat. Because we, we when we set up the boat, before we start towing, we put the bung in. And we just assumed, and Wait, I've I've launched the boat. That moment's on film, isn't it? Uh, you guys were squidding off Flinders, and nothing. We no, were no. tuna fishing. We caught tuna okay. that day. Um, yeah. But well, yeah, what happened yeah. is Dave's backed me in, and I've just taken off, and he's parked the car, and he's walked um, down the jetty, down the lower wharf bit, and I've come up to the wharf, gone in. He goes, "The boat's looking a bit low." I'm like, "You're right, it is." <laughs> And I've quickly driven it back to the sand and just sat it, beached it there. And while Dave's reversed the car back down and we put it back in the trailer and drained it and then put the bung in and went fishing. No one was any the wiser. No, because Brendan's actually done that um, himself at Stony. He and once sunk it to the point where yeah. half the cowling was underwater. Well, there's a full, there was a water line on the cowling. <laughs> on the top of the cowling. And you know what? A bit of kelp saved his life that day. Yes, I've heard, apparently. Yeah, the kelp just blocked the hole at the right time and, yeah. So his messy nature and not cleaning the boat saved him. Yeah. Because he <laughs> had some crap stuck in there. Well, you're saying kelp. You reckon it was a bit of rubbish, dear? It was probably like a rotting fish, to be honest. <laughs> or a, <laughs> a bit of dried squid. squid. A rotting squid hood <laughs> would make a good plug, I'd imagine. I would have thought maybe a Kit Kat wrapper. Yeah. Possibly. Oh, yeah, good, or, good or, question, Harry. Yeah, very good. Um, do you want to read out the next one there? Uh, from SQ Electrical Services. The best damn electrical services I've ever seen. Oh, better than race. No, I don't even know. Oh. Do you guys ever pull the pin on a trip because of too much rain or you just suck it up and put the wet weather gear on? Oh, well, we actually God had no. a scenario like this. Yes, when my wife was – Yeah, I don't even pull the trip when my wife's in yeah, labor. Yeah, you, you've gone out <laughs> and on, on the boat and – because your wife was in labour, I'm like, oh, I'll just take the tinny out in case you've got to go in. So you, and it absolutely pissed down that day. Yeah. And I've just put the wet weather gear on and it was just torrential rain. I'm just standing there and it's just bucketing on me, lightning all around. And We got hit with like four 
giant thunderstorms yeah. in a row. Yeah, there's big waves, Joey. Yeah. All I, to look for some early season small tuna. What were we doing? Was it? Didn't we have barrel gear out or something? No, no, no. no. Oh, wait, I remember that. That was in the summertime, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, summertime. Yeah, and you were fishing in um in the little boat. Well, no, no, he I was, was in, in his was and in I was in mine because um, Maddie was in, you know, almost about to give birth oh, and I'm like, yep. oh, if Dave's got to go, I want to keep fishing. And he waited for me to give up before he – he actually rounded me up like a um, Kelpie. He goes, come on, Adrian, come on, come, come on, in. You you're not staying out there. There's no tuna here. Come on, mate. <laughs> he didn't want me to come stay on, out because go he didn't hospital. want me to catch a fish <laughs> while he was sitting there. <laughs> No, nah, but yeah, we ended up going back in, and uh, mind you, that was the worst beach retrieval ever because it was a full um, flood tide at the top of it, and it was just surging, and there was kelp Flinders. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember having the worst time getting my boat back in the trailer. Mm. It was just bad. Good day all around. Yeah. Uh, Marty Phillips wants to know: Has there been any renegade mods in the last few weeks? Actually, no. It's just the last thing it did was. Get its hundred hour service, um, and they just sat in my factory doing nothing. Uh, I've uh, got a mod for you, Adrian. Yeah. Um, when will we see a bird radar on the Renegade? <laughs> I reckon it needs a radar. Oh, did like Sean have his radar th- new radar going? No, no, he doesn't. Um, he's 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 very excited. Um, one of his uh, clients, Sean's a um a personal personal trainer. personal trainer. One of his clients is uh is getting um, a new system for oh, his, that's right. his super yacht. and Sean, Sean deals with mega rich people. Yeah. And Sean just gets to salvage his old stuff before he takes it in. Yeah, well, he's apparently getting a 16-inch Simrad um, oh, GPS with the dome radar. And oh. that, that's going to get transplanted to his boat. I thought yeah. it was supposed to be already on there. And you said to me, oh, Sean says he's going to do it in an afternoon. I thought, yeah. I'm sure he will. No, well, <laughs> well, it doesn't take that long. Well, it's got to wait. No, they're, they're waiting for the new electronics to come onto the. What if I salvage it before he gets there? <laughs> you know the rules of the ocean. Yeah, find his keepers. Exactly. I think it's coming off the boat, and it's just going to get in a box and just get shipped direct. Someone told me once a boat leaves the marina, it's no one's property, and if you've got a salvage license, you can salvage that. Vessel, and it's I'm pretty yours. sure that's if it's adrift without anyone on it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> not, like, not so attached remember, to a mooring. <laughs> do you remember these big floods in? Uh, I guess not the Derwent. Um, up in North uh, Wynyard, Bernie, there was those big floods, and the marinas just wash out all the boats out to Bass Strait. Mm-hmm. Those ones you could salvage because they, t- they were still tied to like wharfs, and they just. Flooding out to Bass Strait. That reminds me of a story which I don't have enough details on to really yeah. talk about properly. But there was these guys, and I believe it was off Sydney. See, this is what the issue is with this. It's very yeah. vague. Sunk a boat like two years ago. And it recently. It wasn't Jeremy Cameron, was it? No. Nah. Nah. It was recently found on like some coral atoll somewhere way up north, like years later. That's like crazy. upside down. How yeah. can it make it that far? Remind me next week. I'll actually get details about it. That's a bizarre story. Yes. Now, our next question is a beauty once again from Luke McCredden. Yeah. Hi, guys. Long-time listener. Just wondering what you guys think is a reasonable amount of time for a person to sit in their car post-car fueling. I mean, I get that you have to reset and put your seatbelt on, but I don't think it's a time or place to sit and check emails, eat and snack and ponder life for a while. Thoughts? Well, some of the servos, the older ones that haven't been renovated, still only have one diesel pump. 
Oh, yeah. And this shits me because it's normally on the first one, not the second one. And then someone pulls into that. In their little Yaris. Yeah. And there's no more cars anywhere else and they fill up their unleaded. And you're just waiting to get to that diesel pump. And then yep. they sit there, you know, get snacks and stuff. Instagramming. Yeah. And start trying to put their seatbelts on. It's like, come on, just move. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I th- I think and it, it does annoy me. I think it's pretty unanimous that that is extremely annoying. Yeah. Look, look I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a culprit of that, checking emails. <gasps> but yeah. not hogging the one and only diesel pump. No, Please but tell if, me if, you don't do that, no, Joey. If, if, I, if I do decide to do one of those, uh, it's usually at the, one of those mega truck stop servos. Yeah, with, but with twenty pumps, mm. I, I, it's okay if you don't have a car waiting behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, uh, for me, I hate going to surveys. I just want to be in and out. Yeah, because it's just dead time to me. I don't even go into pay. <laughs> you just drive <laughs> off. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, time of the essence. Got to go. Um, yeah, so I hope that answers that one, Luke. Thank you for your uh, continued off-topic questions. They're very enjoyable. Yes. Going to read out the next one, Adrian. A couple of weeks ago, Dave mm. posted himself spooling his 50 wide. Good reading voice. What brand braid and mono was he using? Uh, um, so J- Jarvis Walker braid. They've got spider of- wire. No. Um, they've got, uh, they have Frank Busted Tackle. Oh, Tazline. SAS. They have Tazline Is on them. SAS or Tazline? It's Tazline. Okay. Um, so they've got Tazline, 100 pound Tazline. And then the top shot is whatever. Thirty-seven is cheap. big game. Thirty-seven Berkeley. kilo. I think they've got Tiagra Hyper or whatever it is on there Ooh, at the moment. Expensive. Um, but yeah, I like uh, Platypus, Moi Moi, Stren. Just naming all the brands. What do you like, Maxima. Jay? <laughs> um, in 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 term of uh, braid or mono, uh, either either. Oh. I really like <laughs> no, I like Power Pro. Yeah. It's, it's really staunch. It's yeah. uh, it's stiff, it's cheap. It breaks way over its capacity. <laughs> yep, it's very thick. It is thick. I like Power Pro. Sometimes the thicker it is, the more wind knots you get. But but then I, I am a huge fan. Also, I do love that Tasline stuff that you guys have got. It's very it's very supple. It's it's easy to tie. But it's yeah, mm, it's definitely the best quality. But mm. to be honest, I'm fishing 37 kilo. So whatever I'm putting on there, I'm pretty confident it's not going to break. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, next one is just going to skip over <laughs> that. <laughs> you guys, can you? Oh, okay. Now we'll skip over that one too because we've explained why we haven't been on air. Uh, do we need any letters? Nathan McDermott knows. He's, no, Ooh. he just wants us to let his, him know. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know, Nathan, where you, where we can get it from. Because I actually thought, that this, like, this is, I saw this on, like, the socials. Yeah. I was like, oh, whatever. I went into Woolies at Hastings. It was like a bloody hurricane had been through the lettuce aisle. Yeah, yeah. Just Apparently iceberg. people are just peeling strands of um, leaves off and putting it in the bottom of their bag. <laughs> it wasn't just iceberg either. It was, like, all the other, like, rockets and... Hey, and broccoli was $15 a kilo. That's, like, one bunch of broccoli. You pay fifteen bucks for broccoli. Charge? How are people supplementing that for iceberg lettuce? You're just going to have to get stuck into the frozen ones. Yeah, frozen broccoli. Joe's not going to be yeah. able to get his shredded iceberg lettuce for his boat rolls. Oh, oh yeah. no! Oh. That'll be upsetting. I'm upset. Luckily, the weather's been cuck. Don't tell me he's. he's <laughs> <laughs> yes, cuck. Uh, <laughs> yes, we would love some lettuce, please. Um, so just to finish off, finish off. Oh, no, actually, we got, no, some, we got did, some message ones. Did you me? guys ever land anything on that rat lure? 
from Kai Saxon. No. Adrian's had cod try and eat it. Yeah, I've had um, two cod try eat my rat lure before. And that's about it. We've also We've got a cast question. them at Chino and did no good. We've got a message from Jeff. When fishing for barrels, Jeff you Whitehead. only throw the spread in where there's life or do you troll around hoping for a blind hookup? Well, we kind of talked about that as well. Mm. Usually try and find some life, but that absolutely backfired on me the other day. The chances it? are far greater. Yeah. Well, traditionally, if you find life, you obviously a much higher chance of finding feeding fish. Um, but, yeah, you can definitely get some traveling fish just with a big blind strikey. If you're in a reasonable area, it does happen. Yeah. Um, one on Facebook. So we'll finish off with this one. Yeah. Okay. Childhood fishing memories that stick in your minds. Good, bad, or ugly. Do you everyone want to give us one fishing memory that we can think of? Uh, I just remember getting a, what are they called, the Razorback squid jigs when I was a young whippersnapper, about five or six years old, and didn't even know what it was. Tied it onto my rod fishing off the rocks, and I caught my first ever calamari. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm. And from that day on, I am like, I've always got to have one of these on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old Razorback. Yeah. Well, I think um, Joe wants to go. Yeah. Um, my fondest um, fishing memory would probably be my first fish when I was um, – About two weeks ago <laughs> with Dave. No. <laughs> no um, oh, gosh, I can't even – Joe might have been, a might have been from way back. Might have been four or five years old, and it was uh, a yellow eye mullet. Um, oh yes, on I a pen them. on a pencil float, fishing off the old Mordialic pier with my dad, and he had the like the the onion sack with the with the <laughs> with the bread and yes, and tuna yes. oil, just dangling it on a rope there, and um, and the wog pole. Don't forget the wog. No, pole. no, it was a, it was a conventional fishing rod and reel. <laughs> conventional. <laughs> and yeah, a yellow eye mullet. I was just that that was when I was hooked on fishing. Oh, yeah, they're actually really tasty, is mullet. Mullet are good. Yeah, smoked. Mm. Smoked mullet. Nice. Well, I think for me it was um, a family holiday to Batemans Bay and winding a big old yellowfin brim off the surf. Yellowfin And it was, brim. Um, wow. came in with a big hunk of kelp. Oh. <laughs> so you thought you were on a monster. Nobody believed that I had a fish on there. Up comes this brim encompassed by kelp. I it could was, imagine like, told you Tom was a fish. And I... I was so happy with that fish. It came from Batemans Bay all the way home to Melbourne in an esky us. and came to my primary school the next day for show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> show and tell a fish. <laughs> oh, shit. What was the teacher thinking? Yeah, I can't imagine that would have been on ice all day yeah. or anything. So, yeah, that would have been – that teacher would have been like, what is wrong with this kid? <laughs> Probably not surprising the way I've turned out, really, is it? <laughs> Joe, you want some chilli? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Well, All right. that was our first episode back in a few weeks break. Oiled, got some oil in those joints, yeah. got rid of some rust, shook the rust off. Yeah, We're good, back. To, good to be back. And it was good to hear uh, fishing successful story, Joey. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks, Davey. So pleased for you, Joe. You're a wonderful boy. What's up, you bloody legends? Thanks for listening to Wind Against Tide again. That's it for another episode. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'd be doing us a massive favor. Thanks, guys. Yeah. King Kong, Donkey Kong. <laughs>